You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews, FJSternCatch.com. And my vacation is slowly starting to disappear on me. Um, but doing my best to make it work. Um, this is actually the first of a set of episodes I'm recording before I head back to my parents' place in the ancestral homelands of northern Nova Scotia. Um, I will be basically in the middle of nowhere with spotty internet access and I don't know I'm hoping to get some writing done just to kind of cut myself off from the world like that so we'll see how it goes but uh I can't leave y'all in the balance I can't leave y'all hanging so I have a few episodes that I plan on doing Uh, One of them will be talking about a certain free agent pitcher that has been floated for the Blue Jays that I have absolutely no interest in. And then another one is just going to be like a a fun little walk down memory lane, I think, with the Blue Jays. But I do want to focus on the news at hand. And that is that we have one game tonight in Major League Baseball, one game five, that will determine who advances to meet Houston in the ALCS and I know who I'm rooting for. Let's let's just get it out, out of the way. Um yeah, it's the Rays and Yankees, so Blue Jays fans avert your eyes. Um but for the more impartial observer who just wants, you know, justice to be dished out in this world, I think we all know who we're rooting for to, you know, take out the cheating Astros and the not-so-cheating but still kind of cheating Yankees. Help us, Tampa Bay, you're our only hope. Otherwise, I will definitely be rooting for the Dodgers in everything here from here on going out. Hear that, Dodgers fans? By process of elimination, I will be on your bandwagon for the rest of the playoffs if Tampa Bay does not eliminate New York tonight. Um, I did want to talk about that series a bit more. I know we talked about it a bit earlier this week. Um, since we talked and since the Rays evened it up at 1-1. Again, it's been evened at 2-2. And it's been primarily a trend of just exactly what the Yankees specialized in during the regular season and what has been a trend in these playoffs, which, I mean, I'll, I'll speak to that right quickly. Saying the team that out-homers the other team is more more likely to win in the playoffs. Like I I think the stat was 16 to 0 at one point. Duh. <laughs> I mean, 
are, are we really shocked that's trending? Like, A, if you hit a home run, your team is more likely to win. That is why we're in a situation we're in. That's why we have teams just embracing the three true outcomes and trying to aim for those home runs. Which, I mean, the Yankees Rays series has provided them. I mean, there's been no, no shortage of those hits coming. And, like, if you look back through, you can see that there have already been 18 home runs hit in these four games by these four teams. Giancarlo Stanton has four of them. And I'm sure that trend is not going to change going into tonight's game with two pitchers who have been known to give up a bunch of home runs this season in Garrett Cole and Tyler Glass now. Now, both pitchers did win their games from earlier in the series. And if I'm... If I'm watching for anything... Um, is to see if they do adjust to try and keep the ball in the park a little more. Because, like, Petco Park, I know, has a reputation of being a pitcher's park. And I know a lot of us are like, hey, 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 let's see the Yankees try and win games without their precious little bandbox stadium now. Sadly, they're still a good team at full strength. And that's why they're able to keep launching home runs at a torrid pace. And, you know, again, if Tampa can't find a response, and and so far, you know, they've been able to hang a little bit on the home run front. Randy Rosarena has three home runs of his own so far. Um, They've gotten multiple home runs out of the catcher position, which is pretty freaking good. But, obviously, they need to find it in a hurry. Against Cole, who, you know, like I said, Rosarena did homer off Cole. So did G-Man Choi, who I appreciate him being very forthcoming on his experiences with ghosts. Because, I mean, it's just a nice bit of levity in, in a time when we're all in desperate need of some. But... It's it's going to be interesting to see. I I will be able to watch this. I I believe I will be home for that. So um, follow me on Twitter at a underscore j underscore Andrews to see if I am able to uh, get my thoughts out through the firewall that is terrible rural internet in Canada. And, and we'll see just what kind of mood I'm in if I, if I have to borrow some of my dad's alcohol to kind of cope. We shall see what happens with that. Uh, it's a shame that my parents are so far out in the middle of nowhere because that means I won't be able to take advantage of our sponsor, Postmates. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. 
whether you need a burger at 4 p.m., uh, beer at 9 p.m., vodka at 1 a.m., or uh, Tylenol at 11 a.m. Postmates will do it. They'll get it to you. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. They've expanded into Toronto and Vancouver, and they offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, convenience stores, anything you could want or need 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. So you don't have to go to a store, don't even have to know where the store is. And frankly, if you're ordering vodka at 1 a.m., you may not want to know. But Postmates will deliver anything to you. You just download their app for iPhone or Android for free. You browse the local businesses. You can track your delivery in real time. And if you sign up right now, Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, you download the app. You use the code LOCKEDON. That's code locked on, all one word, for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with that code locked on. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so... I didn't really touch on the pitching matchup a lot. Um, again, Garrett Cole and Tyler Glass now. Y'all are familiar with what they can do. They did it to the Blue Jays a lot this season. Um, Cole, in his game one start, allowed three runs over six innings of work, struck out eight batters, walked two, gave up those two home runs. Tyler Glass now allowed four runs and five innings of work in game two, still got the win there. Struck out 10 Yankees. And that may be the difference when attacking these two pitchers. It's it's not just going to be who can get that home run swing onto a Cole fastball or a glass now fastball. It's going to be who can, you know, we said it on this podcast before, who can make those home runs hurt the most. Because, again, they each gave up the two home runs. But... G-Man Choi, hitting with Randy Rosarena on, made it a 3-2 game before, you know, the Yankees started just blasting solo shots because that's what they do. Because, I don't know. But anyway, Glasnow's second home run that he gave up to Giancarlo Stanton. Stanton homered off him both times he faced him in game two. But that second one's the one to hurt because you had Aaron Hicks and Luke Voigt on board. So honestly, that's probably going to be what both teams are looking to do is just try and and nickel and dime their way to a runner on base so they don't have to rely on solo shots. So they can, again, make it hurt when that ball leaves the yard. Because I have a feeling that even though both these pitchers um, have a proclivity to give up run uh, home runs. Offense is going to be at a premium in this game, and it's not just because of the starters. You know Tampa Bay is going to be throwing everyone, everyone at the Yankees in this game. So Glasnow is getting the start, but don't be surprised if he only lasts like three innings or so, and then Blake Snell comes in and, and goes. Um... What was very key for Tampa in Game 4 was their 
usage of pitchers. They threw Ryan Yarbrough out there for the majority of that game, and then Ryan Thompson got an inning and two-thirds as the opener, and then uh, Aaron Slagers was the other pitcher. But that's not Diego Castillo. That's not Nick Anderson. That's not Pete Fairbanks. That That's their key relievers still intact for this game. And, you know... The Yankees, obviously with a lead, they had to be a little more proactive. Chad Green threw two innings in that Game 4 victory. Zach Britton threw an inning and two-thirds. And garbage person Araldis Chapman finished it off with four outs. But all three of those relievers had to go over 20 pitches. So their availability tonight may be doubtful. And if New York has to rely late on guys like Adam Ottavino and Jonathan Holder and Nick Nelson to protect that lead... It's going to be easier for the Rays to try and make a, make a comeback or put a game away against those guys than it would be having to face those top relievers that Aaron Boone had to use in Game 4 because it was el- the elimination game for New York. And that's where Tampa does have the advantage. And I would expect them to use it. Like, yes, that does, that does involve a, a dose of Aaron Loop if needed, but... Again, when you have Anderson and Castillo and Fairbanks and and John Curtis, who doesn't get talked about a lot, but when you have have those kind of arms available, you feel a lot more confident going into the situation where it's winner take all. And again, I would not be surprised if Tampa Bay exploits getting to those weaker arms in the Yankees' pen. And being able to, you know, again, take advantage of it. Maybe they don't even have to use Curtis. He did give up five runs in in game one. But he was pretty good in game three. So, we'll see. That, that may bring Shane McClanahan back into the mix as well. But, again, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And again, if you want to join me online while this happens, you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb, but I'm not because I have a Jeopardy audition next week. Um, You can subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. You can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and you can Follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays, and yeah, this is uh, this is the first of three I'm recording, so I'm gonna keep it short. Enjoy the game tonight, and just from everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at JaysFromTheCouch.com, I'm EJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode, and y'all take care.